What's up? Welcome to the Resistible Marketing Lab podcast, where we will be chatting about real-life situations that happen while building a digital business and some personal lessons to help you detox your mind and become irresistible online. Thank you for joining me in my journey of building my digital empire and brand. My name is Ana Andrea, I'm from El Salvador, and I specialize in helping you create irresistible experiences online so that your leads become your raving fans. In this podcast, we will be talking about mindset and all things marketing. Plus, from time to time, I will bring experts, some cool digital marketing VIPs, to talk about their experiences and how they are building their empires so you can build yours. I will be real, raw, and sometimes some tough love will be needed. Just trust me, if your jam is to have time freedom, financial abundance, and make an impact in this world through digital marketing, this is the podcast you've got to subscribe to. I will spill all the beans, we will be talking truth, be vulnerable, and we'll give you all the tactics. So the only thing I ask of you is this. If you like it, share it with one friend. If you loved it, share it on social media and tag me with my handle, Irresistible Latina. And don't forget to go and join my private community on Facebook. Just go to anaandrea.com. That is A-N-N-A, Andrea, A-N-D-R-E-A.com. So it's time. Let's get started with this new episode. Hey, hey, hey. So thank you so much again for being here. I'm Ana Andrea, your host of the Irresistible Marketing Lab podcast, where we're going to be building some formulas on how to become irresistible online. We're going to talk about how to detox your mind and how to change your perspective on a lot of situations that happen during the digital entrepreneurship <clears throat> world. And well, I'll also, I'm going to be talking about my own experiences and I'm going to be bringing in some cool marketing peeps that I know some personally, some not, but they're pretty cool. And we're going to be talking about some marketing tactics to help you as well you know, be irresistible because that's what the goal here is. Be so attractive to your audience that your cash flow never stops, that you build your empire and you can have that time freedom and financial abundance that your family deserves. <clears throat> so if you're into that, I hope that you're ready for this ride because it's not going to be a straight line. Nope. See what I did there? <laughs> I can rhyme too. So I'm a little bit of a poet. I've been writing since of the age of 12, 13, maybe 14. I don't remember right now. But I was young. I was in love stupidly with the wrong guy who's been there. I know we all have, and I got my heart broken, and I found writing as an outlet. Now, that's like going way back into my past. I'm going to come a little bit to the future, to the present, sorry, and 
I'm going to tell you the story about why I decided to start building all over again. I started making money online officially in 2014 when I got hired for the first time by a real estate company that wanted me to manage their emails. I was getting paid $4 an hour. $4 an hour for five hours a week for five days a week. I was making almost you know, $500 a month. And I was living comfortably in Buenos Aires, Argentina, while I finished my event planning degree from the Universidad de Palermo. I graduated in 2014, around uh, June. And I came back with a lot of pounds on top of me, a lot. I was really heavy. I had gained weight again. I was eating my feelings. I don't know if you relate, but anxiety has been, um, let's say, a frenemy. Because <laughs> it's not a friend and it's not an enemy. It's like a frenemy. It's both. <laughs> Sometimes anxiety is really good for you. Um, we'll talk about that in the near future. But um, that kicked in around that time. And, well... I started eating my feelings because, you know, I got my heart broken again and I was just like, you know, I'm done with this and I just started eating. <laughs> and when I came back, uh, I think I made my point on how fat I was, right? I was like more than a uh, hundred and I think 175 pounds, 180 pounds. And I only am very tall. I'm not tall at all, <laughs> at all, at all. I'm 5'2", 1.58 meters, for those who um, know the other metric system. <laughs> um, so 5'2", or 1.58. I'm very small. So I've had had broken bones. Those are other stories for other days. I broke my kneecap. I've broken my ankle. I've I've broken my toe. I've broken my foot on the same leg, the left leg. And I, if I gain weight, it starts hurting. Okay, so I was desperate and I wanted a solution and I'm a second generation network marketer. What does that mean? That means that my parents have been in network marketing since Amway got to Central America through Guatemala back in the day, <laughs> back in the day when I was like seven years old. <clears throat> so my parents were those kinds of distributors that were at the front gate before they open to get the products to go sell, sell, sell. So all I've known all my life is entrepreneurship. My family comes from a long line of entrepreneurs. We've sold coffee. We've had electro. Uh, we've had um, electronics. We've had um, washers and dryers and like appliances. That was a big company that my family used to run, and they went. To the crappers, but that's not a story for right now. Um, sorry for my French. If the kids are around, uh, put headsets on. Um, sometimes I'm gonna slip a word or two. Um, anyways, um, so I come from a long line of entrepreneurs. My great 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 grandfather was a farmer, right? And they had coffee. 
and they were like super in the high class and all that stuff. So like it's in my blood, right? We got it. I got it. I have to stop like keep emphasizing on that because, you know, I think you get it. So <clears throat> all I know is my family being at my at my recitals, my mom always being there to pick me up, even if it was late, even if it was like an hour and a half later than normal parents were pick up their kids. She was always there. She was also always working. And she had time freedom. She could just pick up and we could go on a trip. And she didn't have to ask for permission. If I was sick, she could stay with me. And that has always been my life. And I started working as an employee around the age of 18. My, I didn't want to go to college after I graduated high school. So basically, I went to work. I went to life college. <laughs> and I started working for Dell Computers, and I started selling computers. At the mere eight age of 19, when I came back from a nanny, um, I was a nanny for a year in France before that, okay? Um, I took care of two little girls, and I was supposed to teach them English, but they wouldn't listen, and I only spoke to them in French. Sorry if you're listening. <laughs> Forgive me. Um, um, I love that adventure. That was fun. Um, and I've always said this. Um, when you're young, you're stupid, but you cannot be old and wise you, if you're not young and stupid. So I should have stayed in Europe, but I didn't. And I came back, and I didn't want to go to college, and I got a job. Okay. I got a job at Dell Computers selling Dell Computers. And I was so good at it that I eventually became the mentor lead. I was managing the schedules of the best people on the floor so they could train the people that were coming into the floor. The floor is the the space where we take calls, okay? That's how it's called. And I at 19, was taking care of all these people that were older than me. I was talking with all the managers. I had befriended all of the managers. I have made them a communication line. I had created a system where I spoke to the Department of Time as well and permissions and had everybody on agreement, and they were everybody was doing what I was saying. Isn't that jolly? I had no idea I had that talent so well created at that job later on because I lost that confidence throughout the years. I lost that confidence. I remember I told you that in 2014, I came back to El Salvador with a lot of weight on. So let's go back to that. I was, I was in my low self-esteem. I kind of hated myself. I was very far away from God. I grew up in, in church and I am a believer. And I was just not believing. <laughs> I felt really far away from God. I felt that I was not worthy, that I could not change, that all I could do was be this horrible person. I don't know what I was thinking. It's ridiculous, right? Um, but I was very self-loathing to myself. I don't know if that makes sense. But I was hating myself. I was eating my feelings. Um, I was binge drinking. I was hanging out with the wrong people. I was trying out. Mm, yes, I was trying out some other substances. And 
well, throughout those years. And what happened was that I just couldn't go back to the workforce. When I came back to El Salvador, I just, I knew that I could make money online and I had to figure out how, okay? So that's how I stopped going to a corporate local job because the most high paying job here locally is in a call center. And I don't like the environment. I had, I worked for like two years and a half with in one and in Dell, I worked a year and a half. And honestly, I left both places with a mental breakdown almost like I really had like a nervous breakdown. I was about to crash and I had to leave. Um, I love being an employee for, for a while. I really enjoyed talking to people on the phone and solving their problems. I really did, but it became a very toxic environment and I made really bad friends and bad decisions as well. So at the end of the day, I knew that I had to get away from that and I was not even making enough money to justify going back. So I came back and I started working online and I, I kept working online. Sorry. I already had the job, right? The $4 uh, hour job. And um, that's where it all started. I took self-development seriously. I had before that um, started to get closer to God. I started going to this meetings, uh, only women, entrepreneurial women that got together to talk about the actual living God and his miracles. My faith had grown again and I was ready to like finish my degree and come back and put a business and do something with my life that did not involve becoming an employee again. And I came back fat and still lost. And I started to work with some friends in network marketing. I lost weight. I got really skinny. I got really hot. So hot that I had any guy I wanted. And I was taking advantage of that, <laughs> to be really honest. But, um, you know... I was not getting fulfilled because I was not really growing my team. I was not really making any money. I was just playing around and fooling around. I was just drinking with the guys. Like, it was really bad. Now we remember and we're like, guys, you remember how bad we were drinking? Now <laughs> we don't even drink anymore. I'm still best friends with one of them. And we don't even drink anymore because we stopped that because we it was harming our lives. It was harming my health. I almost died in 2018 uh, with a kidney infection. And that was like a wake-up call. And that brings me back to the present, okay? So that's when it all started to shift into my life. I had that wall where <clears throat> I hit that health wall. Um, I was making money finally, steadily. I was at least making, you know, more than I used to. Um, 
a little bit more than I used to and it was monthly and I was feeling comfortable and I got sick because I was partying too much again and honestly I feel embarrassed telling you all this but it has to be told because it's no way to live it's no way to live the hangovers are not fun and you make mistakes that you really regret later for real and I almost died. I spent 15 days with fever of 102 Fahrenheit. That's about 40 degrees Celsius, 42 degrees Celsius. And I almost died. Let's be honest. Let's be really raw. I thought I was dying. I do not wish this amount of pain that I suffered to anyone. I was in constant fever for 15 days. I could not eat everything that I tried to eat. I vomited. Sorry for the graphic picture. I had to say it. Um, and I could have, like, so many other things could have happened. My kidneys could have failed. I could have had a seizure and had a heart attack. I could have had so many things happen. But the hand of God was with me because I'm here to spread a message. I'm here to help you break those patterns that you have in your mindset. Like I've been doing it. Look, I'm not perfect. I'm just one step ahead of you. I will be helping you sometimes. Sometimes you're going to be helping me more than uh, anything. And well... I had to ask God why. I, I like to ask him a lot of whys. And I know I shouldn't be asking why. I should be asking what for. Because there's always a reason and there's always a lesson. There's always a lesson behind everything that happens. That's why it's better to ask what for than why. Um, and what for? I was supposed to change my life. I'm supposed to be here talking to you right now that you're listening. You're supposed to be here in this moment and space and time because that was the reason that I almost died. Um, it got me to where I am. And I know that I've been near death so many times. That's just once. <laughs> I have other stories for other days. Um, there are several, unfortunately. Um, but that one was a wake-up call. I had to realize that. And what's even worse about four months later, because this happened around February, March 2018, that I almost died of the kidney liver transplant, whatever, uh, kidney infection, yeah. Um, talking about that, I kind of need to drink water. <laughs> I'm going to go get my water in just a bit. Anyways, um, so yeah, I had to endure one of the biggest pains in my life and that's why I like I'm kind of getting nervous to get to this 
because my best friend, the one I was partying too much with, yes, um, he was on a bender, and I didn't know. For you guys who don't know what a bender is, <laughs> it's uh, you don't stop drinking and doing drugs. He was doing very heavily drugs, and I was getting annoyed with him. I was getting so annoyed with him. I used to feel guilty. I don't feel guilty anymore. It took me a while to get over this guilt, but I used to feel guilty that he wouldn't let me work, so I would avoid his calls because I needed to put out content. I was doing Facebook Lives. I was creating content in Spanish. I was trying to grow my brand, but nothing was working out because everything, I was wasting it just like being a party girl. And I was not really investing what I had to invest in time and energy and focus on it. And he was like annoying me so much. And he wouldn't let me work because he needed attention and I didn't recognize it. And I felt guilty because later I recognized it. I was, it was a call to attention. Um, but he, I lost him to suicide and after that happened, my life has never been the same. It's been more quiet in so many ways. And I have been able to to do other stuff that I wasn't able to do. And I used to feel guilty because now I'm making so much more impact and so much more income and so much more uh, growth because I've been able to help people with my skills and I've had had time and I felt guilty for my success for a while because him leaving like that the reason that things started to shift in my life I had to put things into perspective and I couldn't let his life and the way he left without a reason and without purpose So, I really, I don't know if for the past year, I have stopped crying for a while. <laughs> um, grief is very weird. It comes and goes. And sometimes I'm angry. Sometimes I'm in acceptance. And sometimes it just annoys me, to be real. Because even though it was really a positive effect for a lot of people, that negative, very negative thing that happened, um, I miss him. I really do. And I know that this podcast is not about grief, 
but it is about mindset and marketing and how both of them have so much to do with each other. Um, when you're building a business online, yeah. And I was building a business online and my mindset has not been in the right place. So my Spanish content was not really making me enough income like I wanted it because my personal life has been in, you know, kind of in shambles for the past 12, 14, 16, 18 months. I don't even know anymore. I don't even know. I don't count. I don't count. It doesn't really matter how much time, you know, what really matters is that I had to make a decision and it always comes to this point where I had to make a decision. I had this epiphany that I had to either crawl up and cry and waste my life and not do God's purpose or buckle up and start over again. I didn't want to, full disclosure, um, I got this opportunity to be mentored and coached by one of the coolest up-and-coming Facebook ads coach already making like more than six figures i'm gonna bring her into the podcast for an interview soon soon and um she gave me this opportunity to learn how to really make an impact and it's in english and she cannot help me if i do my content in spanish so I had to like really, <laughs> if you're listening, I love you. And no, you're not the only reason why I'm changing to English. Don't worry. <laughs> But it's one of the reasons I decided that it was easier um, for everybody involved because all of my mentors are um, English speaking people because um, I don't know, my brain is wired in English. Fun fact about Anna. Anna had a tutor in Spanish. <laughs> I hate talking about in third person about me. So um, I had a tutor in Spanish, uh, like in first grade, I think, to learn how to read in Spanish because I just couldn't, guys. I couldn't. I just, I don't know. My brain is wired in English. What can I say? Anyways, um, I learned better. My, I, I graduated from the American School of El Salvador. So basically, I had all American teachers and my brain just works like that, okay? Um, it was groomed like that. Um, anyways, program like that. Yeah, let's talk about programming because we're going to be programming. Uh, we're going to be changing the programming so you can actually start attracting quality leads. Um, it all came down to my mindset. I was really I've been through a really big struggles for the past few years. And I think that every time that I've come face to face to very horrible stuff and crisis and health scares and everything that life has thrown at me, heartbreak again, <laughs> again. Um, I have been exterior. 
I am, I look like I'm not worried. I look like I got all this handled. But honestly, sometimes I do feel afraid and I do feel like I'm not worthy and I'm freaking out, but I'm here. Done is better than perfect. I was freaking out about this podcast like for forever, but I've always wanted to launch one and I'm just doing it because I felt like I needed to be real and raw and in a Facebook live and a YouTube live or whatever live and video. Sometimes it just, it's not the same. So, um, I got to a point during this period where my personal life was going into shackles that I needed to get to work and make some money because since I was a little teenager and I say a little teenager because oh my god I was a little kid um my mother taught me that the best way to get over a heartbreak was to get to work and focus on something else so I did I had an epiphany and I said you know what I need to start selling my services I sell websites I can design um, chatbots and ebooks and logos and you know graphic design I could do also um, video editing but I don't really sell that service because it's kind of annoying <laughs> I really don't like it, but I could do it. I ha I could do a lot of skills that I don't really sell, but I had to do like a list of all the skills that I can sell and that I would like to do. And I um, started telling people that I was doing websites again, that I was doing funnels, that I was doing chatbots, that I was designing website summits and membership sites. And the word got around and I started getting clients. I started getting clients and I made over $4,000 in sales in less than two months. That was record breaking, honestly. And I haven't been more excited to help build experiences for other coaches like I've helped my summit clients build their membership sites and their summits and make some sales one of my clients made over four thousand dollars in sales with one of her summits as well and I've made more than four thousand dollars in sales as well and that is only and only because I started to get to work Sometimes we got to use that heartbreak, that anxiety, that feeling of not wanting to do anything and just do what Mel Robbins says, the five second rule. If you don't know about the five second rule, just look for it on YouTube. There's a TED talk about it. Mel Robbins, she's awesome. She talks about how the brain takes five seconds to respond and if you don't let the brain think you could do a lot like change and if we stop letting our brain think and we just start doing we can make a lot of things happen and that's what has happened to me as for now I wanted to tell you a little bit about my story I'm going to start putting out 
podcast every week. I am going to try to do two a week. And I say try, but I'm gonna I hear Yoda in my head. I know I'm a Star Wars geek. Um Yoda says do do not try. So I will commit to one, and if there's two, that's awesome, okay? So I'm going to commit to one podcast a week, and I hope that you spread the word. I'm going to help you with your mindset and your marketing so you can become irresistible online. Don't forget to join my private community on Facebook, The Irresistible marketing lab and if you have any questions and you would like to rate this podcast i would appreciate that you rate me and you give me a great review and if you don't like it just don't review it okay okay <laughs> let's be honest and well uh thank you so much for being here i will see you i know You will hear me. <laughs> you won't see me. You will hear me on the next podcast next week with a different topic to help you detox your mind and become irresistible online. Thank you so much for being here. Bye, bye, bye.